Welcome to another episode of NY Just Fans Podcast with host Davin Sharman and Chris. Please make sure to follow us on Twitter at Just Fans Podcast as we come in, come in with y'all in uh, week two. Uh, the schedule, uh, just got the ass whooped. Um, I guess I have to come a little hardcore today. Um, so, so Sharman, uh, start off with you. What 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 have you saw that what basically we're not even gonna talk about this positive right now. Uh just what what have you saw that was that made the game turn so bad? I'm still I'm still uh confused. Um I think I think as a Jets fan, um I think the biggest disappointment I um is the fact that the one guy that we would hope that would not let us down in a game like this. Sam Donald, of course, uh, basically did not show up. Not the Sam Donald we think we have for the future of the Jets uh, franchise, basically. He didn't show up. And um, I don't know uh, how much more of a horse, the dead horse I could beat because (laughs) Twitter, Jets Twitter has been going off the rails, which in in some instances I can't blame them for because this was pretty shocking of a of a showing for, for him as a quarterback. Um multiple missed throws, I mean, and not even close. Um even when he did miss sometimes just the, the lack of precision in some of those passes. Uh I mean there were drops drops, I understand that. Um but he was just not on. Um, he did not understand what he was seeing, and he, it's almost like he didn't know where, what the answer was. You know, I always, I, I, I like to use the analogy of questions and answers. I think defenses ask questions of you. Do you understand what they're trying to do to you, and do you understand enough, your offense enough to understand where you're supposed to go with the ball if we do this? And unfortunately, on multiple occasions, Sam Donald did not have answers to the questions that the the Bills defense was asking. Um, when they when they uh, when they did rush him, um, the ball came out. Um, it was uh, there was no accuracy to it. Um, he sailed balls, uh, and and even sometimes uh, guys dropped balls too. Um, when he checked out of runs because he see, he thought he would get pressure or there was ghost pressure because instead of eight guys coming, five guys came but onto the wrong side. Um, he didn't understand that. There was one particular play that uh, our friend uh, Robbie Sable broke down, basically showing how Sam on a trips, I think it was trips left with three wide receivers to the left, um, uh, and if you understand as a quarterback that the only place, if it's trip left, the only place that pressure could come from is to the right because they would have to drop coverage into the left because there's three weapons on that side. Instead, he checked into something of a, he, he did not check into it because I think, I think, in the play itself, it was trips left with uh, uh, with three different kinds of route combinations. Basically, all the route combinations trying to get the the first down because I think it was a third down play, and and he 
and he did not understand that he couldn't go to the smoke route, which was the only route on the side, on the, on the right side of the field. You know, that, that, was, that was an egregious, you know, uh, brain fart as a 4QB. There was another one where he, he, he went into a, the scrambled, scrambled out of the, um, um, out of the pocket. Um, Crowder, understanding the scramble drill, turned his head, saw his quarterback out of the pocket, did the out, and then up, beating his, 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 his corner. He had several steps on him. And for some apparent reason, um, Sam Donald did not see him which is kind of ridiculous because once you, this is something that is repeated over and over and over in practice. It's called the scramble drill. If you break the pocket, got to watch for the guys because they're going to do things to allow you to throw the ball to them. Um, I mean, those are two of the most egregious throws I could, I, I could think of at the top of my head, but in the, in the first quarter, he was a mess, a horrible mess. And that put our defense in constant problem areas. And we know what the shortcomings of the defense is. And, and if they already have these problems, you're basically highlighting them to the umpteenth degree if, as an offense, you're not giving, putting them into better position to play. So there was never a marriage of offense to defense to special teams. That that that's that never happened to the Jets, so that was that was a major that was probably the the biggest issue on Sunday in my opinion that our quarterback never um didn't show up to play and 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 don't get me wrong um I think like like Davin said I think it's good to highlight the negative here um because this is what this is what we're talking about when what we as Jets fans, what we go through <clears throat> on the negative front, when we feel like we need to constantly cry about the fact or decry the fact that we're not being successful, you know, it, it's, it's egregious. It's never to the point where, oh, we lost because we fought hard in a game and we lost by three. It looked like the Bills were like the best team you could play, and the Jets was the 32nd team in the league. That's how bad it looked. And, and when Sam Donald did look good, his players did not do make plays for him, which was rare, but he did. There's, there's, there's a couple of things in this game that I could point out that were, that were positive, but I don't feel like it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I really don't. Um, I, think it's a, I think after talking about all the things that they could do better this year, I think on offense, I think coming out like that was ridiculous. Um, I could take my shots at them right now. Just understand this. This is still my team. I'm not going to give up on Sam. I don't think Sam Donald is done. I'm not this extreme Jets fan that feels like, oh, it's over. I, I, think, I think the kid still has the potential to be a pretty good quarterback. But you just can't wet the bed like that. It's ridiculous. It, it should not be that bad. It, your lows should not be that bad. You've been in the league way too long for simple things like that sh shouldn't be your issue. You know, um, 
Um, so I, 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 I mean, I, on offense, I won't talk about, I won't talk about, I, I will not. I mean, I'll let Chris say it if he wants to. On defense, I got to highlight um, Marcus May and Bless on Austin. And our new safety, um, Madugo. These, these three guys stood up. They played really well. Um, I, I think I think we have a major issue with missed tackles. I, I could uh, you could put that to the fact that they never really had any offseason. I'm fine with that. But the three guys that I mentioned, they really stood out. They played well. Um, but um, I, I'm sorry, man. Let Chris say the positives <laughs> on offense. I think you got all the positives there. Um, <laughs> and you know what? I don't like the excuse that oh they didn't have that much of an offseason. They didn't have much practice. They didn't have no preseason games. You know what? Every single team had the same issue as us, right? We, nobody had an advantage with practicing and everything else. To me, this was a poorly prepared team, top to bottom. It's as simple as that. Offensively, defensively, um, you, you said the positives on defense. Maybe you want to add Brian Poole. He had a good game, too. I think yes. Eight, too. Yes. Yes. You're right. Yeah. So let's throw him in there. Louie came in. Uh, not Louie, uh, Lange. That was the guy. Lange. Yeah, he had a pretty good game, too. You're yeah. right. Right. You know, he had a pretty – but, you know, this is like minor stuff. The, yeah. the other thing, you want to add another negative to the defense. <laughs> Absolute zero pass rush. You know, outside of the, the blitzes by May, who got two sacks and Poole got a sack, outside of that, I mean, Josh Allen was sitting back there – reading a book that's how much time he had to, <laughs> I, to pick us apart you know so i don't blame the corners that much because eventually even good corners will give up uh you know a reception if you you know if you're giving the quarterback all that time you know the best and, and, eventually will you know yeah and chris i i i just want to i just want to make one more uh, a couple more points here um that kind of left off um I, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm going to blame um, this year. I, um, this year was uh, undisciplined. That's the word that comes to mind when I, the way he played. Um, and, you know, even when he was out, he cons- constantly got out of position. And then when he got beat, he grabbed. So he had, he had like penalties. Um, the fact that for some odd reason, they were playing off coverage you know when from the first if i if i i try to try to chart like about the first half of the game watching the plays that the bills were throwing the game the the kind of a game plan they had on offense and it was a quick game basically an answer to the fact that the jets corners were playing off throw the ball quickly it was three step drop three step drop by three step drop three step drop and if it wasn't that it was the pistol formation which was like Oh, so you guys don't have anybody on the edges that we respect. So we're going to take advantage of that. Doesn't that sound like something that as Jets fans, we've been beating down doors for the last couple of years. The fact that we don't have prominent edge rushes. You know what? I mean, I mean, come on. You know what? Here's the, here's the deal. We've been, we've been looking for a pass rusher. You know how long? Since the day, I'm going to tell you the exact day. I'm going to say it again. <laughs> the day Muhammad Wilkerson signed his contract, from that day forward, we've been looking for a pass rusher. That day. Because once he signed it, he was 
as Davin would say, garbage after that. <laughs> right? He totally disappeared after he signed that contract. And ever since then, we've been looking for that, you know, consistent pass rusher. And I don't want to hear these people raving about, oh, we got Jordan Jenkins for, for almost nothing, and he's great. <laughs> uh, no, he's not. He's a guy that gets his sacks. I think Bart Scott brought it out last year while he was having a decent year. He was like, he gets his sacks on coverage sacks. We couldn't even get those this time. You know, we had decent coverage. I'm, you know, with the corners, you could see, because Allen was back there way too long. You know, he had way too much time. So obviously they were, they had decent coverage on these receivers. And so, this is the thing. This is the thing. I, I you know, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta be sure to point that out. And part of the reason why this game plan worked was because of what we have on defense. They came in to make sure they understand that containing Josh Allen was part of the Jets game plan. So they used that against us. You know, you don't want to rush up the edge against Josh Allen because he basically would just take that space and rush into it, you know, into whatever amount of yards he's going to get. So you have to play containment. That means you can't basically pin your ears back and rush him, you know. But right. if that's not going to be the answer, you can't take your corners and play them off by 10 yards either. Right. Because if your corners are off by 10 yards, then he has all day. Right. Because once he beats the corner, once he beats the edge, there's nothing there. I'm surprised. You know? I'm surprised they didn't use like a spy for, cause he runs so much, Josh Allen. I know he's not Michael Vick or, you know, some of these other guys who run fast, who, who, who ran fast, you know, he's, but he's a good, you know, scrambler for a yes, quarterback. He, he could run, yeah. he's going to beat you. So I'm surprised they didn't have that type of defense. Have so a well, well, I will, well, I'll explain to you why that spy defense, that stuff used to work at one point. When, when offenses were a certain way, now that you could run something like the pistol, you basically asking defenses to spy. Because what spy, a spy end up, ends up being is one body that's not doing anything. He's just sitting there waiting for the quarterback to make his move. Right. right? So if I fake like I'm going to give the ball away and then I am going to either keep it or give it to the running back, you actually creating an issue for the spy because then he's frozen. Mm -hmm. Either of them, either of the moves he takes, because if you're going to fake give him and then he bites down, you could keep the ball and throw it or rush it because at, at both of them, he's in a disadvantageous position playing spy. That's why spying is bad. What is good is being able to get penetration. If you get penetration into the backfield, no matter what he does, he's done. He needs to scramble and make that decision pronto. If you're going to make him able to read your defense and have time to count one Mississippi, two Mississippi, three Mississippi, after he faked it already, you're done. So spying does not work because of the way the offenses have changed over the years. But penetration does. And unfortunately, the Jets couldn't get any pressure. They got none from the middle, none from the edges, nothing. That's what I'm saying. Like, so one, it, it, like you said, with the edge rushing, you know, from, from the pressure from the edge, it would work. But 
obviously they, they got to figure something out because this is ridiculous. And you know what? This is another game. I know it's only game one, week one. But, again, Quinnen Williams, I don't think I heard his name once. No. In the game. No. So nope. we're getting on. Yes, game. you you did you did hear him once when he got that 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 penalty. Oh, he got right. one penalty. Right. Yes, <laughs> I think he got he got three ta- uh, three uh, three tackles, um, three assistant that's, tackles actually. That's not good no. enough. No, that's that, not for good a guy enough. Who picked what fifth, sixth? When was he picked? That's not good. No, and 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 I'm and I'm sorry to bring it up, but he has that he has all the talent in the world. Right. I know people that hate the Jets that considered him a hell of a get by the Jets. The fact that he's not performing is ridiculous. And again, please understand, this is not me giving up on the season at all. I just got to cook the Jets right now because they played that bad. You have to give them what it, you know, you have to call it what it is. Even if I'm a fan, I got to call it what it is. You can't come in and let the Bills 404 yards on you. You have 254, 31 first downs to 15 first downs, and a time of possession 41 minutes and 16 seconds to 18 minutes and 44 seconds. That's ridiculous. Yeah, that's horrible. <laughs> that is ridiculous, man. Like how many? How like how could you play that badly? Again, and and and. You can't defend the coach because, like you said, that's unpreparedness. And you cannot seen, come to an NFL game being that unprepared. And we've seen this all year last year. From week one, we've seen an unprepared team. I mean, how many games did we really win? All right, yeah, we won seven games, but how many were really impressive? When you think about it, the Pittsburgh game, I mean, uh, the the Cowboy game? The Cowboy game. <clears throat> That's really the only impressive victory that they had. But it wasn't that impressive because right. they because we played well in the first half and we let them back in to the point where they almost won. When When is it going to be that the Jets played like, let's say like the Jaguars did? Because we remember, we remember we went through the teams and we were talking about how the Jaguars and this and the Jaguars and that. Well, uh, mm-hmm. apparently not. Right. <laughs> Because that team played, they came prepared. There you go. (laughs) They came prepared. It looked like, it literally looked like these guys showed up last week, practiced for a week, and said, okay, let's go. Let's go play the, you know, our week one game. They looked unprepared. And you know what? We, how many times did we say this last, last year? The other teams just outplayed us. And you shouldn't be that way. All right. Buffalo's the better team. I get it. But that's not the point. And this game should have been a lot worse. A lot worse. Oh, oh my God. I mean, Allen with his two fumbles. Allen missed an easy touchdown in the end zone. I mean, he overthrew a guy who was wide open. Nobody was near him. And they missed, I think, two field goals as well. So this game could have been much, much worse. It was, I mean, we only lost by 10. We should have lost by at least 20. And please understand. One of the reasons why I am going so hard is because we have a schedule that from hell. <laughs> if if the bills we if you think the bills is a problem, <laughs> look at the Jets' schedule, please, and understand that the bills is not a problem compared to the teams that we're going to be playing this season. If 
somebody doesn't wake up at one jet's drive to play football, this is going to be probably one of the worst seasons we've ever seen. I'm, I'm going to say this. By the time it's going to – we'll know sooner. But by – for me, by the time the bye week comes up, so no, November 15th we play Miami, then it's a bye week, then we play Miami again. By that time, if we're still an unprepared team, if we're still like we seen last year, and I don't want to hear any excuses for in injuries and all that. We gave them that last year. No more of those excuses because everybody's getting injured on every team. Everybody's got injured injuries. Everybody didn't play a preseason game. Everybody had limited practice time, blah, 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 blah. I don't want to hear all those excuses. So by the, <laughs> I'm just saying, I, I think by, by week four, we should know, we should see a better team. But if, if we don't see a better team by the bye week, I'm sorry, gays should be done. I mean, that's all so, we've been hearing on social media, even on, even on the TV shows. You know, all the experts are saying this guy should not be the head coach. And let's face it, they, they sold us on that this guy was an offensive guru, offensive guy. <laughs> he's going he's gonna to make Sam into a star. Guess what? This guy, outside of his years with Denver, with, with the greatest quarterback or one of the greatest quarterbacks ever lived, Peyton Manning, outside of that, his offenses were ranked to the, towards the bottom of the league that he ran in, my, in Chicago, Miami, and, and of course and, here. And Chris, listen, and please don't get me wrong for what I'm about to say. Gase has a major role to play in what happened on Sunday. Yes, absolutely. But this was, but this was not all Gase's fault. No. I'm sorry. This was purely on execution by the players on the field, especially our quarterback. Too many the things I said were just part of, of a game of a, just a horrendous performance by the quarterback. I'm going to tell you that. The offensive line played in well enough. Yes, he got pressured a lot because I think he pressured up. He pressured like 44.7% pressure, which is probably the worst in the NFL pressure-wise. But he had time. And when he did have time, he did not execute. When you get in pressure that much, when you do not get pressured, you need to complete the passes that you do have. And you didn't. And he didn't. And not only did he just miss them, he missed them horrendously. That's the problem here. So I'm sorry for Jets fans. I understand that Gase is not the coach that you want, and he's not the coach that I want either. But he, yes, he had a lot to do with what happened. But this falls squarely on the shoulder, especially the first quarter. I want to say like the first quarter or the first half of the game, squarely on the shoulder of our quarterback. He had way too many chances for that game to be closer than it was for him, for the amount of misses. It was ridiculous, you know. So, so we're going to have ample time to burn Gase because – and give him what he got. You know what? I'm not even going to – this is not a defense of him at all because he definitely played a part. Like, like I said, 100% on the preparedness of the team. That is def definitely on his, on his shoulders. But Ooh. when you have wide receivers running wide open and you're missing them the way he was missing them, not only missing them when he saw them, but missing them because he wasn't looking that direction when you know that's the direction he was supposed to look and be looking at. To me, that's on him. Give him, give him all the burn today. 
You understand me? That's the as much like Davin <laughs> say. I defend this kid when he when he when he does and it's not his fault. When his when it's his fault, I gotta give it to him. I'm sorry. And, and another thing be, before we get to Davin, real quick, one more thing, <laughs> right? That I had an issue with was the the use or the the not use of his two tight ends. You got, I mean, Griffin played really good last year in place of Herndon, and we thought. You know, last year, coming into this year, we're like, man, if Hernan is healthy, that gives us two good tight ends. That would be great to have them both on the field a lot. You know, we'll see a lot of this uh, two tight end packages, uh, you know, the 12 personnel. Okay, just real quick. They, on only six of the 53 snaps, it was 12 personnel with the two tight ends. Ryan Griffin played only 17 snaps the whole game. And I think he deserves more to be out there. And I think... And when you look at this team, right, I, I know it's whatever, but when you look at the team and you look at the receivers that we have or the lack of receivers and your strength is basically your tight ends, I would have used more this 12 personnel. I don't know. To me, that makes more sense. But that would be an answer. That would be an answer for, for that would kind of be an answer for teams trying to fake blitz and, 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 and do all the stuff that the Bills were trying to do. In, I would think so, right? I, you know, that would be an adjustment. So. Yeah, I mean, you know, I just thought, you know what, play to your strength. You have two good, two really good tight ends, and you you're weak at the wide receiver position right now. Maybe in a few weeks when Mims comes back, you know, maybe and, and Vincent Smith comes back. Maybe, yeah, okay. You don't use the two tight ends, but now early in the season when those guys are hurt and they're on the IL, you know what? Maybe it's the time to use them. Maybe it's time to incorporate that more and maybe, you know, try to get that running game going, you know? And to me, obviously Bell got hurt towards the end of the first half and then we all know what happened, but at least that's what I would have done. You know, I don't know. Or at least that's an idea. I don't know. That's an idea. I don't know. Uh, so week two, uh, we go against the 49ers. Um, what is your <laughs> prediction and what, what's the game plan of beating them if possible? Well, um, the 49ers are actually suffering as much as we have. We are actually, um, they have a lot of, they have, they had to put Debo, uh, Samuels on IR. Um, I think their their rookie uh, wide receiver didn't play the first week. Uh, Brandon Ayuk, I think he's going to be back this week. He practiced fully the last time I checked, so he should be making his debut. Um, they, I, I think, um, not I think, but uh, Richard Sherman is on IR. Um, so, so that means they're going to be, uh, I think they're going to be missing their corners. Um, not only Sherman was out, I think, I think they have other issues too at corner. I think, um, uh, Verrett is is also injured. Witherspoon is also injured. That's another two corners. So you're probably going to see the backup to the backups, sure. uh, which is Dante Johnson and Emmanuel Mosley. I think those are the guys. If you remember Mosley, I think was from the 49ers last year. Um, I think I think that's the guys that you're going to see at corner. Um, checking the uh, watching some of the, the some of the film with them. Uh, their rookie. Uh, Javon Kinlaw, the defensive tackle, is going to be an issue. Uh, this dude was a month old. He gave me was harassing the hell out of the quarterback. Uh, Raheem Mostert is going to be an issue. 
next gen stats had him going on his long touchdown last week had him going 22.7 miles per hour which is the fastest recorded speed for a running back on a touchdown run in the last five years so if that's if you're not gonna be if you're not you know you don't want that guy to get a running start so um they they still had their issues though um they 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 were really bad like us especially in the first half i think they they kind of recovered in the second half and played a little better but at some point they were 0 and 6 on third down that does not sound like a Kyle Shanahan, Shanahan offense so um but the they, but uh, like i said they have issues at, at wide receiver and um and it, so they signed mohammed sanu who they brought in they 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 brought in as a, um to 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 jump in for at wide receiver. So you're probably going to see uh, either him and or Kittle one of the backup pra- guys. Kittle hasn't practiced all, all week, I don't think. No, he hasn't. Um, he hasn't practiced he fully at all. Decision yes. With any kind of luck for, uh, I mean, but I mean, it, this is still a, a better, you know, a better team, even with all those injuries, but they are traveling to us. So that's, that helps us as well. Um, it's going to still, still going to be a tough team, you know, because you know why? If we don't have a pass rush, any quarterback is going to beat us. It's as simple as that. Yep. If we don't get any pressure on that quarterback. It's going to be a long, long season. Yes, sir. So that's got it. They do have, they do have issues on their offensive line, especially in the interior. Um, they, they definitely suffered from that last week. Um, I think that's part of the reason why they were struggling a little bit. Um, that quarterback definitely looked out of it, though. He definitely looked out of it the same yeah. way. He did not look like the guy you know him to be. Um, even if a lot of people think he's not elite, he's a pretty good quarterback. He just did not look it. Um, his wide receivers only caught four, four balls for the whole game. That's not that. Yeah, that's not an offense. That doesn't sound like a world class offense, in my opinion. So yeah, um, leading receiver. I know most most than uh, Kittle. Both had four right. catches each. Exactly. So, so that that does not that's not. I think I think the way to manipulate that defense is play no huddle. Um, the Cardinals did a lot of that last last week. Uh, basically creating that rushed feeling for them, um, and that helped the Cardinals uh, create issues for them on, on on defense. So that let's hope that our coach could actually take his head out of the sand and. Uh, and do something like that. So um, I think I think that's to me that's the key to the game here. Um, I think the quick game, the quick passing game, and the running game, and the and the um, the no huddle should help. I think that even helps Sam because I think in his career Sam is a better quarterback when you give him that kind of situation where he you know with the no huddle basically situation. I think, I think he thrives in those. Too. You're probably yeah. going to have to anyway because of the the guys that San Frank could throw at you on, you know, um, with Boza up front, you know, that's yep. gonna, you know they're, they're going to come after Sam all day and yeah, so it'll be it'll be an interesting battle between Boza and uh, Becton if if they yes it will up. so that'll be yes. interesting, um, but um, I you know what we're talking about Gates but I want to put Greg Williams a little bit on you know on the hot seat too. I want to see mm-hmm. more out of this defense. You know, give us some more pressure. 
We need to see more pressure on, on the quarterback. Figure it out. You know, like you said, maybe, maybe put Quinn in somewhere else, right? Well, we were talking about it, you know, off the uh, podcast the other day. Yeah, because – but he wasn't – he – where he was lined up, that's where he's supposed to be. Um, what I, from what I saw, my issue is there was not a lot of moves being made. He's trying to – but, but again, that, that, had, that had a lot to do with the fact that um, there was a lot of – probably the, their game plan was to contain him so they weren't allowing him to pin back his ears and just rush – they were probably just letting him contain, contain because every time if you if you're gonna pass rush, what happens is that you basically take in a spot and you're gonna beat try to beat your guard to that spot. What that happens is it also creates a hole. So then if the quarterback could just run through that hole, you know, that's the problem. You know, so so don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that they shouldn't find a way to pass rush. I'm just saying that just letting one guy pin his air back is not going to work against a running quarterback. You'll have to, you know, but you, you're very right. The, the um, Greg Williams has to figure out a way to get pressure. Um, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, that, to me, to me, that that's what's going to be the key of the game. Cause now you don't have to worry about, I mean, Garoppolo is not going to run that much, at least nowhere near with what Josh Allen was. So you don't have to worry about a guy scrambling a lot. So I, I think, you know, you got to figure out because the rest of the rest of the season get doesn't get easier. So we're going to have to figure out a pass rush on this team. And you know what? It's all on Greg Williams. You know, everybody brags about, oh, I want this guy to be the head coach. He's a great, <laughs> you know, he's a great defensive coordinator. All right. So let's see it. This is the time we want to see it. And, and the defense is a lot healthier than the offense. You know, we got basically everybody there. I mean, I know Mosley opted out obviously, but the rest is pretty healthy, more or less. So let's, let's see, let's see what this defense could do. Last year, they played well, you know, maybe a little bit overrated by our fans, but you know, they, they did play well. So let's, let's at least get to that point again. I think, I think, I think, um, um, I think Afa Millette needs to start across from Bless on Austin. I think, I think, uh, our friend this year and, uh, and Hairston need to need to sit down because Arthur Millette, uh was a little bit of a better uh, corner, in my opinion. I think I think um, than the two of them. There was another there was another move that kind of shocked me too was the fact that they let um, Bryce Huff and uh, Myers. Uh, they didn't start. They did not start. That 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 was that was kind of a surprise move for me too. I don't I don't I, I didn't understand that. I don't even um, think they were activated off the practice. Court. No, they weren't. No, they weren't activated at all. They didn't start. They didn't play. So they got to do it this this week. I mean, yeah, can't do worse than what what we've seen let this past week with absolute no pass rush. So we can't get worse. So let's let's see what these kids can do. You know, that's that's my uh, thinking on this. Uh, so yeah, what's the agree. score position? Score position. Well, um, uh, <laughs> this is this is gonna be this is gonna be. Um, I I looked at like I said I I, I was watching the Forty ers play. I don't think the Forty ers right now on offense are clicking on all cylinders. Um, I think they're missing a lot of key players in places. 
So they're not going to be at their best on offense. So I don't think they're going to be – I think a lot of people out there saying they're going to score a bunch of points. I, I don't think they are. I think I think they're going to score something like I, – I think the score is going to be something like uh, 17 to 10, 49ers. I'm going to go a little higher. Um, I'm going to go San Fran 24, Jets 20. You know, we'll be in it. I don't think San Fran's going to pull away from us. Um, we got to see – we got to see something better out of Sam this week. So that, that's what I'm hoping for. That's what I'm expecting. Um, so I'm going to say 24-20, Sam Fran. Uh, I guess, oh, man, it's going to be a tough game. But um, I'm, 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 I guess I'll pick the Jets. I'll, I'll pick the Jets to win them 14-10. Uh, to 10. So – Let's hope. So, let's hope your magic works. <laughs> yeah, we need that. Yep. Yeah. Um. So, uh, any any players or any team, uh, Chris? Any players or any team surprise you in Week One? Surprise me? I, I I would have to say Jacksonville was a big shocker. I didn't. I would. We. I think all of us agreed on that. that uh, yep. I, I think everybody in America was not expecting Jacksonville to to pull out that kind of a win. Uh, against you know we, we thought the Colts were going to be a, you know a pretty decent team um so that was a shocker and I think another one was was Washington I mean I know the Eagles had banged up but you know especially on the offensive line but um what's his name Wentz played horribly and especially in the second half he was really bad um Washington just came after him all game because the Eagles offensive line was banged up you know they're playing basically all backups except for the center but um, uh, still no excuse. I mean, you know, Philly's still the better team, and they got to win that game. But Washington pulled it out, so give them credit for that one too. Yeah, um, I think I think my I, I, I side with you. Though. I think the surprises of uh, of Jacksonville winning and Gardner Minshew basically throwing three touchdowns was a surprise to me. Um, Washington also was a surprise to me. Uh, um, but the Bears was a surprise, and the Bears winning the game was not a surprise to me because I thought the Bears could win that game. The fact that their QB, Mitch Trubisky, threw for three touchdowns was a surprise. He looked like a more stable quarterback, <laughs> um, which is – that is the surprise. I mean, you know, you could hear Chris giggle in the back when I said that. Doesn't doesn't add up, you know. Uh, Trubisky and stable should not be in the same con- um, conversation, right? So uh, the fact that he played the way he played is is kind of crazy for me. Well, Just watching watching Adrian Peterson still run the way he did too. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> fourteen carries for ninety three yards, averaging six point six yards a carry. Let's not at give his age. Much, I don't want to give too much credit to Trubisky either. I mean, Detroit uh, basically handed that game to him. You know, yeah, they yeah, had the game and then they blew it. <laughs> I mean, it's but but he made points. he made some throws there, man. You got to get me. There was a couple of throws there. I mean, there was a, a a touchdown in the back right end of the of the end zone. That was quite a throw. They scored and two that, touchdowns in under three in in the final yeah. three minutes of the game. They scored yeah. two touchdowns. Detroit Trubisky should Trubisky shouldn't be able to do that to you, man. This is no. all I'm saying. You shouldn't, get, you shouldn't give a team that kind of an opportunity either. I mean, yeah, Stafford threw it an interception late when they should have yes. just running the clock out. I mean, and then they had a chance to win it, and um, their rookie uh, running back dropped an easy touchdown. 
that would have won it for Detroit. So after all that, but yeah, that, it was still a surprise. I mean, for Chicago to pull it out, that that was a surprise. Absolutely. Yes. Well, how about uh, you, Devin? What do you think? Uh, I think I think most most disappointed than than surprised. Uh, so I'm not. So I don't got no surprises other than what y'all said. I don't have no surprises at all. Uh, let's 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 move along to a quick preview of Week One games. Um, Thursday night game, the Chiefs. The Chiefs uh, dominated the Texans, uh, thirty-four to twenty. Uh, Charmin, uh, go right ahead. As the Chiefs, uh, I don't think there's too much breakdown. <laughs> breakdown of that team, uh, a plethora of weapons. Um, you don't. Uh, you stop one guy, and another guy beats you. You stop two guys, and another guy comes out of nowhere and beats you. They that score should not even be in the score because I think one wide receiver dropped two touchdowns at one point. He, he was and he was like the he's like the fourth weapon on the on the whole squad and he was getting open over and over and over again. Oh man, that's just you know what? Two two quick things with that. Houston without Hopkins, you don't have that legit threat, uh, uh, receiver now for Houston, so that showed. And Kansas City, we said it. The teams that are going to be bringing back the same or the most starters are going yep. to do the best. And Kansas City brought back basically the same team. Everybody. With a, with a better running back or with a very good running back. A new oh, man, that back. kid showed up. That so, kid played a hell of a game, man. The, the kid much from else LSU, <laughs> Clyde edwards helaire that, that was the hell of a start for a rookie quarterback, a rookie running back, you know. But yeah. but wait a minute, Chris. Um, isn't Don't don't you think uh, the Houston – uh, genius GM, uh, uh, I'm trading away their best weapon. That wasn't a genius move. What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, no, that was a pretty bad move. Well, I mean, <laughs> so far, David Johnson, if he's healthy, he played pretty good, but it's not going to yeah. be enough for them. Well, we never thought David David Johnson was a bad player. We just thought no. that he was made of glass. Right. And are we are we right or are we wrong? <laughs> we'll see. It's only week he one. Did, <laughs> he did he did get injured and was out of the game at what? Like I think it was somewhere before the just before the half. Didn't he get out of the game? Did, I don't know. Like yeah, yeah. He, yeah. He only had he only had like eleven carries for seventy seven yep. yards, but he was on the right path though. He, he was, was definitely yeah. on the right path. True. Um, yeah. So, uh, the first uh, the Seahawks and the Falcons. Uh, Seahawks beat the Falcons thirty eight twenty five. Oh my god! You know what I think this game showed too is that uh, the Seahawks might be giving. The, uh, giving Russell Wilson a little bit more of the offense. Instead of trying to gear it towards running the ball, you might see Russell Wilson getting more uh, involved throwing the ball more this year. That's pretty. That's a pretty scary thing, man. Yes. That's a pretty scary thing because this guy, I mean, I, um, I was listening to uh, Mark Schlereth on his show describe because Mark Schlereth said he sat to, sat down with him on an interview one day, and, and, and he basically said that the game planning, the mapping out of defenses and how defensive coordinators attack the, the Seattle offense is not done by any coach or anybody else but Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson will sit for days on end, make notes on the opponent, and hand out the sheets to his, his wide receivers and running backs on offensive line. That's the kind of guy you're dealing with. You understand me? For, for, for a guy to be paying attention to every detail like that, that's the kind of guy you're dealing with. So, so the fact that they showed up and played the way they did 
is not surprising to me. That's what they do. That's what Seattle does. You know, when you count them out, they just come in and they just ball, you know. And also, they they kind of let go of their kind of uh, the way they play defense a little bit to let Jamal do what he does because that is not what they do. What Jamal did was doing on that field is Jam- what Jamal does. They basically let him be the player that he is, which we thought they wouldn't. But it seems like uh, not all coaches hate adjustments. And a lot of the experts <laughs> that, that didn't think uh, DJ Metcalf was going to be a star oh. in this league are oh, yeah. once again proven wrong because <laughs> he looks yes, like sir. a star. Yep. <laughs> and why did he last, what, to the third round? Uh, because uh, anyway. some people think they know too much. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, before before that, uh, Matt Ryan definitely be he four hundred fifty passing yards. I know it's fifty four throws, but Lord, the receivers Julio Jones, Ridley, and Gage over a hundred yards receiving is is ridiculous. I don't yeah. care. That is ridiculous. Hopefully, hopefully that defense can come come through because I think I think that offense is going to be special. Um, but I think I think I'm gonna have to watch. I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna watch closely on the Falcons' offense a little bit more. Uh, let's see. You know, the Bears and Lions. Y'all just spoke on that one. We're gonna skip that. Packers beating the Vikings, 43 and 34. Shocker. Uh, for anybody who is saying Aaron <laughs> Rodgers is done, <laughs> he's not done yet. That's for sure. I think he proved it. Uh, he had a really good game. Uh, it was a game that I think all of us had Green Bay winning. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry, Minnesota winning. No, we had Minnesota winning. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry, my mistake. We all had Minnesota winning and, but uh, Green Bay played great, man. So let's, let's see how this plays out the rest of the year, but he looked really good. That was a hell of a game by, by him. That was vintage Rogers. That's what that was. And the fact that the game plan basically picked on the fact on, 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 on the Vikings young secondary is kind of what I did not count on. Um, there was not a lot of these adjustments being made last year, which kind of, there's a reason for that. That was the coach's first year. So, you know, they, they probably did not have, you know, uh, time to make all these judge- adjustments because they were basically installing their offense, but you could see the difference in, in Rogers when Rogers is allowed to pick on you. As a defense, he is is just is just one of the best quarterbacks to ever do it, man. That's it. Uh, I just want to apologize to Aaron Rodgers. I didn't mean to go against you, <laughs> but I didn't expect it at the same time. Uh, good game. Um, the Patriots beat the Dolphins twenty-one to eleven. Another surprise. I I think I should have pointed that as a surprise because the reason I am surprised is not that the Patriots won. Um, I picked against them just just because I wanted to. It wasn't really that I thought that they would lose. Um, what I thought would, what I knew would, um, not what I thought I would, uh, uh, sorry. <laughs> what they did was uh, cater to what Cam does best, which I didn't think would happen. And I shouldn't have short, been short-sighted in that way because you sh- I should have understood that uh, it's Bill Belichick and he would do whatever it takes to win. <laughs> That was that was bad on my part. I think the Patriots are going to play a lot of games like this, a lot of low-scoring, you know, defensive type of 
type of games. Um, I don't think you're going to see them score a bunch of points because outside of Cam Newton, I mean, this is the same offense that we said don't really have a lot of weapons, you know, receiving wise at least. So, um, but I mean, it's a good sign for Cam Newton that he won and he played well, but I think these are the kind of games you're going to see New England play tight, you know, defensive games. They, again, smart. You play to your strength. You got a good defense, keep the game low, score as many, you know, so I don't think you're going to see high scoring Patriot games, but you're going to see a lot of wins this year from that team. Yeah, we yep. saw a lot of fits tragic with three interceptions. Um, <laughs> Raiders uh, won a close game against the Panthers, 34-30. The surprising part about that game is the fact that the Panthers scored a lot of those points. Yeah. I don't think anybody saw that happening, not with a, a brand-new installed offense and our former wide receiver going out, going, going out with 100 and whatever amount of yards he had. Um I did not see the Panthers scoring that. I didn't see that game being that close. So is that an issue for the Raiders? That's the question. Um, them winning that game, I think we all picked them to win that game no matter what. That, I think that wasn't the issue. The fact that their defense was so uh, – was, was allowing the, um, the Panthers to go up and down the field, that, 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 that was a surprise. Just, just for the record, Devin had Carolina – I, well, well, me, well, you and I, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, no, I, I, you know what? <laughs> Vegas is going to be what it's going to be because of Carr. I, you know, none of us trust him. He's going to be good one week. Next week, we might see a totally different guy. So I, I don't know. You know, he might have a couple of weeks that are good, and then he's going to poop the bed as usual. So um, <laughs> this is his good week. So they win. <laughs> That's the way I look at it. Yep. Uh, I wouldn't call it a good week, uh, but yeah, sure, sure. Uh, I'm gonna leave it like that. Um, <laughs> Jaguars 27-20 beat beat the Colts in the shocker. Yeah, uh, Philip Rivers uh, doing Philip Rivers things, trying to fit the ball into windows that are not non-existent. Gets picked off. Uh, I mean, he he just looked like the same guy from last year, the same guy that just chucks the ball up in the air. Um, the Colts' defense uh, looked a little out of it, um, and the Jags, Minshew with three touchdowns. The Col- the Jags' defense looked pretty good. But I think that was – I want to say that was more on the Colts than it was on the, the Jags' defense being pretty good. Um, that's that's all I got. I got yeah, if Rivers plays like this, it's it's not going to be good. I mean, a lot of – we all, I think, had the Colts making the playoffs and being well. But uh, if Rivers goes back to what he was last year and he looks like he's done, then it's going to be a long season for them. And uh, maybe we'll see uh, Jacoby Brissett at some point. But uh, – The the thing is, Chris, the, the yard the, – the thing is, like, he threw for a bunch of yards. But that doesn't matter if you can't – if you keep turning the ball over. Right, exactly. <laughs> He could throw for 500 yards, but if he's got two interceptions, well, great example was last year, right, with Winston. Oh, yeah. You take away the interceptions and, wow, this guy had a good year. But you add in 30 interceptions and there you go. (laughs) Yep. Ravens, Ravens uh, blowout on the Browns, 38 to 6. Ravens basically picked up (laughs) where they they finished. Not where they finished, but the regular stuff. 
<laughs> yep. Well, the regular uh, season, right. Yeah, they look good. And Lamar Jackson looks – he looks incredible, so – yeah, I, um, um, what's what's incredible about Lamar Jackson is the fact that he looked like he was he was even an even more a better passer again. He took like he took steps. He looked like he took steps in the passing game to understand going through his reads. That is scary. You don't want Michael Vick to all of a sudden understand how to attack a defense while throwing the ball. Because if that's a problem, and then you're playing back in your defense and your corners is playing off and your safety is playing deep and this dude could run, how are you going to stop him? <laughs> this, it, listen, if it continues the way it's going to, it's going, it's just going to be Mahomes and this guy. That's it. The league's over. It's just going to be these two guys. <laughs> I think what's most, most more disappointing to me is that Baker Mayfield in this offense cannot yeah. do a damn thing. It's this is terrible. Mm. Beckham three catches, twenty-two yards. Landry five catches, sixty-one yards. Mm. Like Austin Hooper, the one you just signed, two catches, fifteen yards. Are you freaking kidding me? Like, like you, you got all of this offense and you only scored six points. Like it don't matter. It doesn't even matter. It's like you, like you got a powerhouse offense. <laughs> And, and yes, it's really embarrassing. And I will, I will say one thing, Davin. I want to crucify them so bad, but I just want to wait. I mean, I, I just want to wait, wait because they, because this is this is the first the game because yes. this is the first game in the first in the in a brand new offense. You have to understand this. You know, yes, but I totally have agree the with whole, you. They have the whole I, same team except for Hooper. That this is those I understand they should have a chemistry down pat. I listen, I understand that. I'm just saying that they, yes, they wet the bed, but I just want to wait because I, I, I want to kill. If I'm going to kill Baker Mayfield, I want to kill him dead. You understand me? I don't want him to wake up after I kill him because it's just got to be that it's got to be over. I still can't get over the fact that he got picked first in, number one in the draft. I can't get over it. So, um, you know, you should, you should definitely watch about uh, making sure and burying someone before they're dead. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want zombies running around. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's on y'all. I just know if I have <laughs> have the same team, we should have, we should have some type of chemistry in the office and play it the way how they play, and that's just it. Yeah, yeah um, I don't disagree. Yeah, uh, Chargers beat the Bengals in a close game, sixteen to thirteen. This game shows more, you know, even though they won, it just shows Tyrod Taylor is, is just going to be limited as a quarterback. Um, Chargers got a good defense. Today, Pouncey's had surgery. He's going to be out for the year, so that's going to hurt their line. Um, but um, I think there's going to be a lot of games like this. I don't see the Chargers scoring a lot of points, so if their defense doesn't play well, you know, they're going to have a long season, so – but this is basically going to be a blueprint of their season. That defense is still a scary sight, man. They still have loads of weapons on that defense. They're still going to be a problem. Um, I think. I think they, of course, uh, like I said, there's there's there was a lot of teams that just did not perform the way they should uh, um, last Sunday, and that's understandable because of the way the offseason played out. I think the Chargers were one of them, but you're not going to see a lot of games like this from that defense. Uh, but but Chris is exactly right, and and he chose his words correctly too. Um, 
that offense is limited because of the quarterback. You know, they they have the weapons. They just don't have a guy that could throw the ball. You have he he's one of those guys that could just make he could make probably a handful of throws here and there. You know, but but you can't let him throw the ball that much because he's not one of those. He's not gonna just you know he's gonna start turning the ball over after a while, and he's so horribly conservative where he is afraid to take chances. You don't want that as the quarterback. He did have that one throw to, uh, to Williams down the sidelines. That was one of those throws that you really don't see Tyrell Taylor do. Like that was, I was very surprised to see him take that shot and Williams caught it. So I, I, I am, I'm, I'm, you know, he, but again, like Chris said, he's, he's limiting them and that's why that score was too close in my, in my opinion. Well, the game should have been tied. Uh, shout out to Joe Burrow for uh, taking that team down that field in the last uh, in the last seconds, and the field goal and the kicker missed the field goal. But yeah, shout out to him. Even though it's his first game, you know, kid kid got time to grow. So yeah, shout he looks out to him. he looks promising. He looks like a promising QB man. I yeah. hope I hope he stays healthy and he he could be a really good quarterback. Yes. Uh, uh, welcome to the NFC, uh, Tom Brady, as as they lose against the Saints, thirty four to twenty three. I think this game went right the way we we thought. You know, we all liked the Saints. Uh, you know, we figured Tampa Bay would start off a little bit slow the first week or two, because of you know because of Brady taking over, a new quarterback, and a new system. So and it it looked like it. It looked like he was rusty, or you know, like he's just starting to get his timing with his receivers down and everything. So, uh, but Tampa Bay is going to look a lot better in the, in the coming weeks for sure. I don't see Brady going, going out like he did in this game, you know, throwing interceptions to pick six. So, uh, but the saints are the saints, but Michael Thomas is out for a few weeks. So. Yeah. That's one of the, yeah. If that's a long-term deal, then it's going to, it's, it, you know, it's it is a high ankle sprain, and you know what high ankle sprain yeah, means. Yeah, they, they linger, so yep. uh, that's going to be something to look at you know, later on in the season. Yeah, um, I'm going to say this, a uh, good game from the Saints um, overall. Tom Brady will get it together this week. Uh, the Shaka Cardinals beat the 49ers 24-20. to I think we're seeing a, a new quarterback star, without a doubt. Kyler Murray, um, he just—he he looks like he's—he's he's definitely a star on the rise. Um, He's—and you know what? He's smart in the pocket, you know, and he knows when to run. He knows when to slide. He knows when to get out of bounds. He knows his his limitations, or I don't say his limitations because he could run more if he wanted to, I guess. But I think he knows when when's the right time to slide. You know, unlike some of these other guys like Carson Wentzel you know, try to run you over. Um, but Murray knows, you know, he's a little smaller, so he should not take those kind of hits. So you see, he slides, he goes out of bounds, he's smart, good good quarterback. Um, he's definitely a star on the rise, so watch out for the Cardinals. Yeah, um, they're, 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 they're a younger team on defense, so they're going to be a being – you're going to be able to exploit them on defense at, at certain points. But that offense is pretty scary when they could run the ball because then that creates that level of what Chris was just talking about of the quarterback running. 
because then you you load in the box and then you susceptible to all these other things like pistol formations and all this stuff where he could take off and find the edge and he's gone because he's that fast. He he will get 30, 40 yards on you easily. So um, and then he's disciplined enough to not only run but understand what defenses are trying to do and find his open receivers and find his side end and stuff like that down the field. So. So yeah, you you probably witnessing the rise of another star quarterback, man. Um, if he stays healthy and everything, so I like the I like the way they're going. I don't I um the fact that they're not just willing to just let him go back there and throw the ball a million times um, is 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 kind of rewarding them in a in a in a sort of in a sort of way the way they run that offense. But like I stated before. Uh, the 49ers, I think they started well, which I, I think I said it wrongly in the beginning. They started well because I think they were leading, but you could just tell they were out of they were out of sorts. Um, they were missing their weapons. Um, I think the the play where where Kittle got injured was all on the QB. That was a horrible pass. If that's if that's a screen to your tight end, you can't throw that ball that high. You're gonna kill him. You know that was a horrible throw by the quarterback. So. You know, they were out of sorts, man. They definitely weren't the, the 49ers that we saw last year. And um, so uh, they have a way, you know, maybe we're going to be uh, running right into a buzzsaw because they're going to be pissed the way they lost that game. I think when you have a number one wide receiver, it shows what, what you could do as a, as a quarterback. And Kyler Murray showed it. Uh, with Hopkins to 150 yards, even if he didn't get not one touchdown, man, you know, this wide receiver did, did the most. And Kyler Murray was able to rush the ball. He was able to do a lot of things. And I can't wait to see what this kid does uh, for the for the rest of the season. Um, shout out, shout out to both of them, uh, Hopkins and uh, Kyler Murray. Um, another shocker, the Rams won against the Cowboys 20 to 17. Yeah, Don't have- this is a bad this is this is the thing. This is a this is a proper NFL coach. Because the Rams came into a game against a team that we had been talking about that is so loaded on offense. And they and they're so talented across the board. And basically just came in and played their game. Run the ball, play action, give golf um rollouts to get open, to throw the ball, give him space to throw the ball, get his wide receivers time to, to get open. I mean, this is what an NFL offensive head coach is supposed to do. This is what a real NFL game plan is supposed to do. And if anybody, you know, if you think you know what I'm talking about, I'm taking shots at Gates right now. <laughs> so um, I, I, I love the game plan. I love the way they came into play. Um, this is this is that that team will always show up because their coach they basically take on the personality of their coach. Um, so so, unfortunately, on the Cowboys side, it looks like it looked like the same Cowboys from last year. It didn't look like a change at all. I, I don't know why. You want you want to know why? <laughs> Go ahead. Don't they have the same <laughs> offensive coordinator? Yes, they do. <laughs> this is wasn't going to change. It's incredible. Just, just what you were just saying about the Rams, that should have been the Cowboys. Right? When you were yeah. describing the Rams, they just can't, you know, they ran the ball, play action, 
you know, they got the ball to their stars. That's what you got to do with the Cowboys. You got tons of stars on that team and you're still scoring 17 points. I mean, I know the Rams are a good team, but I mean, Cowboys got to start putting points up on the board. I'm sorry. There's no excuse. Yeah, they couldn't block Aaron Donald again. Nobody yeah. could block Aaron Donald. Nobody can. <laughs> this feeds eat the ball, man. Just like I'm, I'm like that. I mean, he had a decent throw the ball game. forty times. Yeah, yeah. Zeke almost had a hundred yards, and yeah. Dak throw the ball forty times, twenty five completed. But Lord, that's the problem, Davin. Please. That's the problem. Davin is right. You please. give your. I don't care if the guy had a hundred over a hundred, almost a hundred yards. Dak is throwing the ball too many times. 40 times? That's ridiculous. Feed the guy. Feed the running back. Exactly. Go ahead, Devin. Sorry. <laughs> nah, you said you said exactly what I said. And I've done said this shit last season. If it happens this season, this is why I'm not big on, on the Cowboys yet, you know? Until they can win in November and December, I'm still going to think they're the same old goddamn Cowboys. It's, it's sad. <laughs> it's just very sad. You got, you got, you got the, you got the right weapons to, to take your team to a, to another level and to the playoffs. And, and you're acting like you don't want it. Um, hopefully they'll do better this week, but I won't, I won't be shocked if they don't. Um, Monday night game, Steelers. Uh, Steelers beat the Giants. I, I can't wasn't, get the score. Sorry, twenty six sixteen. Sorry, uh, that wasn't that wasn't a surprise, right? Uh, a little bit. I think the Giants played a little better on defense, but then again, early on it looked like Roethlisberger was very rusty, like a guy who hasn't played in a year would look and that's what he looked. But I, I think Pittsburgh is going to be, I mean, they're my Super Bowl pick, but you could tell they're going to be a dangerous team this year. They got great defense and with Roth- Roethlisberger back at quarterback and you could see they were having fun. They were making a big deal about Juju, you know, enjoying the game again. Last year he said he was not happy or whatever. So, but, um, it, but the one, I mean, from the giant standpoint, yeah, he did have a couple of turnovers but Daniel Jones looked pretty good. You know, I, I think this is a – and their offense, they have players on that offense, so they're going to score points. They're just going to give up a lot of points, but they're going to score points. So I think the Giants are going to be in their games this year. It's just their defense is not – I think with, I think the thing with, with, with the Giants is Daniel Jones will make throws. The problem is he will also make throws to the other, to the other team. That's, gonna, that's the issue. Um the the thing with the Steelers to me was just the, in the beginning of the game that was just rust on the on on that on their part on the yeah. quarterback's part because as soon as he started getting got, he started rolling you could see that once he starts getting roll gets he, once he gets rolling they're they're a formidable a formidable offense and and like I said again Juju becomes a better wide receiver when you play him where he's supposed to be played as simple as that. Um, I think also it shows when Saquon Barkley is not in his game, you you can see that type of offense the Giants is going to give, and it's not a good one. Um, Barkley only had six six yards. That that right there is very terrible. Um, I'm hoping he has a better game. But shout out to uh, the rookie Benny Snell Jr. from uh, from Pittsburgh, running back, uh, 113 yep. rushing yards. He had a really good game. Yes, so, so shout out, shout out, shout out to him, and also shout out to T.J. Watt for that, uh, for that QB spy on uh, Daniel Jones to catch the ball. Um, <laughs> Titans in the last game, the Titans beat the Broncos in a close game, sixteen to fourteen. 
Uh, I think Tennessee, you know, I think Tennessee is going to be kind of like uh, the Patriots. They're going to play a lot of low scoring games. You know, Tannehill is Tannehill. You know, like, yeah, he did come, he did come around last year towards the end, but you know, he's not a guy who you think is going to beat you for a lot of points, you know, uh, but they do have Derrick Henry, who's going to be unstoppable as usual. So, you know, I just think they're, they're going to play a lot of low-scoring games. And, you know, they're probably going to win a lot of games too. And Denver, you know, showed that they're a very young team. And the jury is still going to be out on Drew Locke until, you know, until the, probably the end of the year, until we see more of them. Yeah, I, I mean, I mean, everything you said, man. Um uh, having a bunch of talent on offense means, means nothing if you're not uh, experienced enough to un- to understand how to attack NFL defenses. That will come with time. Um, if 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 Locke is the guy, he is gonna grow into that quarterback because he's been given the chance. The problem still lies that they don't have they have issues on their offensive line. Um, that's part part of the reason why he couldn't really execute the game plan that they had. But um, but like you said, Tennessee's Tennessee's gonna be. That's how Tennessee's gonna win games. They're gonna like it's gonna be low and slow. Basically, that's how it's gonna be. I think I think I'm shocked that they let Tannehill throw the ball 43 times, and Derrick um, Henry did what he had to do to uh, to help out. And that's all. I, that's all I could say about oh, that. Real quick, too. Yeah, that was a surprise, Davin. That that's a that's a pretty good point. Um, point you made there, man. Um, and and you uh, know what? That they was carried, a very big surprise. And Henry carried the ball thirty-one times. Exactly. So it's not like he wasn't getting the you know the carry. Right. That's what I'm saying. Nope. So if Dak Prescott would have thrown the ball for 40, 43 times, and and Zeke would have had rushed it for 30 or, or more, I, I would have said, okay, and shut my right. mouth. But for him rushing only 20, 22 times, and he's got 96 yards, which is actually a good a good game. You know, like, why? Why? Like, don't stop feeding that man that ball. Get that man that ball. Let him, let him do him. But let I think we also, him. with uh, the Titans, I think we also uh, – I'm not the Titans. Yeah, the Titans. I think we also got to see maybe – Guskowski's last game you know I think it's the end of a very good career for him I mean the guy was he missed what three field goals I think or four yeah they did say they still believe in him though yeah <laughs> they'll probably know. give him a one more week we'll see <laughs> yeah but right so uh Chris did you did you keep up with the records for uh for the week one for the results or no not yet yeah yeah after week one uh, I got nine wins, and you and Sharman have eight each. Okay. So. All right. So, so, you're so far, leading? Chris is the lead. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. So let's 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 uh let's do our predictions for week two. Um, first game, uh, Bengals versus Browns. Uh, the Browns are gonna come back. Yeah. They're gonna be. They're. I listen. They gotta do it, man. I I I think that's their chance to be, to be a little bit more. Of a well-oiled machine, so I'm gonna give it to them. Uh, they the 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 Browns win. I think they win and wins going away too, like 2010. Yeah, I think so too. I think the Browns are gonna win big. They gotta they gotta eventually score points here. So I think they're gonna break out this week. 
Oh man, this is this is remember remember last year I picked the Bengals to beat the Browns and the Bengals beat them. Let's let's gamble again. Um, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Joe Joe Burrow gonna have a gonna have him an excellent game, and I figure Baker Mayfield is gonna be subpar. So I'm gonna go with the Bengals. All right, there you go. Like uh, so the first so the first game of Sunday is the New York Giants versus the Chicago Bears. Ooh, uh. You know, uh, I, I think I'm going to go with – I think I'm going to go with the Giants. I'm going to pay for this, but I think I'm going to go with the Giants. I don't like the Bears at all. Giants impressed me a little bit this, this past week, so. Yeah, I think that was a mirage. I'm going with the Bears. Uh, I think after Tiki Barber uh, criticized Saquon Barkley and Barkley say, uh, "Yeah, it's a challenge." I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with, I'm gonna go with the Giants and I'm gonna say Saquon Barkley has a has a big game. Um, uh, Falcons at uh, Dallas against the Cowboys. I'm I'm gonna have to go Dallas. I I can't see them having another disappointing game, especially at home. So I'm gonna go Dallas. Uh, I, I think Dallas. Um, I I say I I can't I bet on I said the Cowboys last week. Um, I said the Falcons last week, and I keep putting my money on the Falcons for some reason. And the Falcons can't play. I I, I don't know what the deal is. Um, but I still I still like the Falcons. I don't know why I still like the Falcons. Uh, from the way the Falcons have played, they had a great offensive game, and I think they could do a little more. Um, I'm actually going to pick Atlanta to beat to beat the Cowboys on this one. Hey, Davin is with me. Okay. <laughs> uh, got the Lions at uh, against the Packers. I definitely, I'm definitely going to go Green Bay. Yeah. Um, after last week game, I'm going with Rodgers. Yep, me too. Detroit just doesn't know how to win. <laughs> yeah, there you go. The Patriots of the NFCs, uh, man, the, the NFC, not the NFCs, the NFC, just in general. Um, so next one, oh, the Jaguars against the Titans. Gotta go Tennessee. Gotta pick, yeah, Tennessee has to win this game. Yeah. Yep, I agree. I'm with you guys. Vikings against the Colts. That's a Vikings game. I don't, I don't, I don't know what the Colts issue is. Uh. Um, I don't think the Colts pose the same issues that the the, the Green Bay does. To, to so I so um, I think the Vikings win that game. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna go with the Colts. I still think Rivers has something left, so I, I think I'm gonna go with the Colts. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Vikings due to the fact that the Colts don't have a running back. Um, I think they just put their running back in IR. Uh, I think it's Mac. I'm not too sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, so yeah, I can't go with the Colts on this one. I don't know. I, I, this, this is like a must win for the Vikings. Um, I think they have a tough schedule. Um, so I, I'm going to go with the Vikings on this one. If they disappoint me, then then I'm going to switch it. Um, Bills against the Dolphins. Yeah, I'm going to go Buffalo. It should be the Bills. Lord yeah, Jesus. Buffalo. Uh oh, and then we got the Rams against the Eagles. Woo. This uh, is the Rams. This is the Ram game. That's the game. A Rams game, man. Um. Uh. The 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 this is this is strength against weakness in my in my opinion. The fact that 
the Eagles' offensive uh, offensive line is falling apart, and then that's where the Rams' strengths lie. So, I say the Rams. Uh, I'm gonna have. Uh, I'm gonna go <laughs> Philly. They're, they're gonna bounce back. Okay. No, no, I'll pick the Rams. The Rams. The Rams have so uh, uh, just a tiny better team than the Philly because Philly's injuries. But I, I will go with the Rams for this week. Um, and then we got the Broncos against the Steelers. Oh, Steelers. Yeah, Pittsburgh. Yeah, Pittsburgh. Um, got Carolina against Tampa Bay. I'll get Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. Bounce back. Yeah, I'm definitely yeah, going with that. Tampa Bay. Uh, Washington against Arizona. Uh, you got to go Arizona. Yeah. Was, uh, it was, they took advantage of the Eagles banged up last week, so I'm going to say Arizona. Yeah. yeah, I'll say Arizona too. Well, now I'll pick Arizona. Uh, we should know this one, but uh, the Chiefs, the Chiefs against the Chargers. Got to go, KC. Yep, KC. Yeah. Uh, the tough game. Uh, Ravens against the Texans. No, I'm gonna say the Ravens. Not, Ravens are good. Yeah, feel, that's not I, a tough I, game. Okay, yeah, listen, I'm saying tough because <laughs> you don't know what this. You don't know what the Texans could could bring. You know, week in or week out. But yeah, I'm gonna go with the Ravens on this one too. Um, Sunday night game, uh, the Patriots against the Seahawks. Uh, That's a Seahawks game. Yep. Uh, I got to go with the Seahawks. Um, Cam Cam ain't thrown, you know, he only had 100 and something passing yards, and he ran the ball. uh, For some reason, that defense is going to shut Cam down on the rushing running game. So, yeah. And last, last but not least, you got the Saints against the Raiders, Monday night football. I'm going to go with the Raiders. I don't know why, but I'm going to go with the Raiders. Sheesh. Saints. Oh, yeah. I will I will pick the Saints. I don't believe in, in John Gordon. Come on, man. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I just don't believe in them. Um, yeah. Oh, yep. before before we go, one more thing. Um, play, player of the week for week one. Um, do you have a player of the week for week one? Uh... Mm. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna go with. Uh, I'm gonna give. You know what? New team, and he played great. Was uh, DeAndre Hopkins, and uh, and uh, and the quarterback. So I'm gonna go Arizona. Go with. Uh, I'm definitely gonna go Hopkins. He had a great game against the well, 49ers. So. I'll give him a shout out. You you know where you know where I'm going. Like Stephen A. <laughs> Stephen A. likes to likes to call him that bad man. Uh. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> oh, I thought you, I thought you had someone else. Okay. Oh, no, he's he's definitely the week one player, man. I didn't okay. see that performance coming. I I wanted to say my boy, but yeah, uh, that's what I thought you were going. Yeah, yeah. Then, uh, then I'm gonna give it Rodgers. Mm. Well, then I I guess I'll give it to Russell Wilson. Uh, Thirty-one out of thirty-five. Four touchdown Ooh. passes. And, mm. Yeah, so I'll, I'll give it to him because he almost had a perfect game. Um, yep. And that was ridiculous. So, yeah. Shout, shout out to y'all. Y'all deserve our play of the games. Um, and that's it for our podcast. Please make sure to follow us on Twitter, Just Fans Podcast, as we do this for y'all every week. Until next week, we take a flight.
Take flight. Take flight.